0: What do we do when people that we know and love are walking down the wrong path? How do we help them? How do we reach out and show them the right way? Today on Ask a Youth Pastor, we're going to be looking at this issue. I've heard from so many people asking about this, just loving their friends, wanting their friends to do the right thing, and struggling Seeing their friends make decisions that aren't the best for them. And how do, how do we deal with that? How do, we, how do we approach truth and love together? And how do we do this without risking hurting the relationship or harming the relationship? Today on Ask a Youth Pastor, we look at all these things. I'm Aaron Salvado. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome to Ask a Youth Pastor. Today we got a question sent in from a student, and that question is, what do I do when my friends start heading down the wrong path? It's a good question that I think we all deal with because most of us have friends, and since they're human, at some point they're probably gonna walk down the wrong path. I think the first thing that we wanna talk about is, what is your definition of the wrong path? If you're like, Steve should really date Susie, But he's gonna date Rhonda. He's going down the wrong path. I think sometimes we just gotta let people make their own dang choices. That being said, if we're talking about somebody doing something that's wrong, that's a whole nother ball game. I think the second thing that I would look at is, how do you personally feel about sin? Do you view sin as just kind of like the list of things that you should or should not do? Or do you view sin as like poison? Do you view sin as something that breaks the heart of God? Something that is ancient and evil and a part of a dark, destructive force that's out to you know, just destroy everything we know and love. To me, having that sort of understanding of sin, knowing that it is this evil force, it is a part of the enemy's plan to just ruin everybody's life, knowing that it's Satan's main strategy to keep us away from God, away from the relationship that he wants to have with us, that's gonna, number one, give you a heart of compassion for your friends when they are walking down the wrong path sometimes like in christian culture when we see people walking down the wrong path we can get self-righteous it can almost be like a pride thing where we're looking at our friend and we're thinking how could you how could you thin like that you need to be holy like me i'm gonna get in your faith and i'm gonna judge you this is stupid because just like the bible tells us all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all messed up, we're all sinners, we all make mistakes. So if you're in a good place and you see a friend walking down the wrong path, the attitude you need to have is one of compassion where you're like, man, that person is in a place that I was once in when I was in sin and and now I need to help them. So the motivation definitely needs to be love. Truth and love have to combine forces. And if this is a friend that we're talking about, which I think it is because that's what the question was, at this point, there needs to be a hard conversation, which I can say from personal experience, nobody likes. If you're the guy who likes pointing out your friend's sin, there's something wrong with you. Now I can tell you from personal experience that these kind of conversations are rough. There's always this fear that you're going to hurt the relationship or lose the relationship by pointing out something that's wrong. There can honestly just be this huge tendency for us to just let things go, just let it slide. Just don't say anything. But think about it, is that right? Here's an example for you, just to kind of like think it through. Let's say you're driving in a car and you're using a new GPS app. I don't know about you guys, but uh, basically before GPS, I just got lost all the time. Like, I didn't even use MapQuest. I didn't even write down instructions. I would just kind of go, oh, I think my house is that direction, and then I would drive for hours and get lost. Anyway, back to my illustration. Let's say you're driving, you're using a new GPS app. It is telling you head north to get to your destination, and your friend's in the car with you, and your friend is looking at Apple Maps or Google Maps, and it sees that the third-party weird Russian GPS app that you're using is actually leading you off a cliff. It's actually telling you that if you head north, you're gonna to get to your destination, but in the end, you just die. You'll just go off a cliff. And your friend sees this clearly on the map. What is the right thing for the friend to do? Is it right for him to say, hey man, I love you. And because I love you, I don't want you to drive off a cliff. I just want you to know that GPS app is gonna kill you. Would it be right for the friend to be like, I don't want him to think that I don't respect his app downloading choices. No, obviously, because in that scenario, what happens is both people like drive off a cliff and die. And I know it sounds so easy when I put it that way. I know in real life, it's a lot harder. For you young people watching, I know it is especially hard. In our current age of social media, the climate is basically I can do whatever I want, say whatever I want, post whatever I want, and if somebody challenges me or questions me or tries to critique me, I'll just block them. Unfriended. Deleted. And then it gets even more complicated for those of you guys who all go to school together, because once you've been shunned on social media, then all of a sudden you're shunned in real life. There's a whole extremely complicated ecosystem to this. So I cannot stress enough, real relationship is so key to this. The person that you're gonna be talking to needs to know that you love them. They need to know that you care not only about them, but about their relationship with God and with others. I can speak from personal experience here. When I was a youth pastor at Calvary Vista, there was a lot of times where, as the youth pastor, I'd see kids getting into, you know, shenanigans. Bad stuff, sin. I probably shouldn't joke because sometimes it was really serious and it did destroy people's lives. Anyway, there were times where I would try to go and talk to a kid about their sin. The times where I didn't have a good relationship with that kid, when I hadn't really spent a lot of time with them, and I just came and was like, hey, you're doing this thing, stop doing this thing. What I noticed is a lot of times that kid would just get mad at me and usually leave the youth group and say I was a jerk. And so I learned really fast that the key to this is relationship. Because the students who would actually listen to me when I would come to them and tell them, hey, I love you and I see that you're struggling with this, can we talk, can we pray? They were the ones that I had spent time with. The ones I had taken out to lunch, drove around town in my car, played video games with, the girls that my wife discipled and met with, students that me and my wife would take out to eat together and talk and pray with, they knew that we loved them. And we told them all the time that we loved them. Some of you guys are probably watching this right now. Hey, we still love you. But these were the guys and the girls who were much more willing to receive some sort of correction. And that doesn't mean that those conversations weren't hard. There was a lot of times where they were really hard times where some students were like, dude, Aaron, you don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Like, no way. That thing that you're saying is sin. That's not even sin. What are you talking about? Or sometimes they would just get really offended and think that uh, me and my wife were being religious or, or trying to put rules and restrictions on them. Again, when you love people and you know that sin is poison, when you know that walking down the path of sin is literally like driving off a cliff, your perspective is love. It's, I love this person. I don't want to see them walk down a wrong path. And those conversations were really hard. But you know what, there were several times where Days, weeks, months, even years later, that person that we talked to said, hey, you know what, you were right. Thank you so much for for telling me that. I didn't wanna hear it, but I needed to hear it. We live in this really sick, twisted culture, especially on social media, where we're trained to just give constant affirmation to one another. Which, I mean, affirmation is a great thing. I needed a lot of affirmation when I was growing up. But our culture has trained us to affirm one another's sin. We see this all the time through social media. I guarantee you right now, even if you're a Christian, go look at some of the things that your friends are posting. If you see one where they're doing something that's probably not right, I guarantee you, you'll also see in the comment section, a bunch of people saying, you go girl. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Way to go. Yes, I know I'm old. Yes, I know I'm lame. I'm not saying social media is evil. I'm on it right now. What I am saying is that social media reveals a flawed brokenness in our system. Instead of taking the risk and showing one another that we love them by saying, hey, you're headed down a wrong path here, we praise one another for their sinful activities. Here's a great verse, 1 Corinthians thirteen six. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Our friends need us to rejoice about the true things in our life, to point out the beauty in one another, to recognize the God-given abilities that we all have, to see the potential in one another, to encourage one another and build one another up and just speak a ton of loving affirmation over one another. But we shouldn't delight in sin. Please don't listen to what I'm saying and become a legalist and just start pointing out every little stupid thing that your friend is doing. It's not what I'm saying. We all have problems and issues. But if you see your friend honestly heading down a path that's not helpful but harmful, I would say do the right thing. Have those hard conversations. They're tough, but in the end, they're so needed. I have guys in my life who are there to speak truth into my life and tell me when I'm being an idiot. It's seriously so needed. So yeah, when you see your friend going down the wrong path, speak truth in love. Be motivated by compassion. And most of all, remember that sin separates people from Jesus. Have a heart that you don't wanna see your friends separated. Even if you're saved, you can still go through a season where you're separated because of your sin and you're not very close to the Lord. Don't let your friends go through that. I'm Aaron Salvato. This has been Ask a Youth Pastor. Hey guys, I just want to interject at the end of the episode and just clarify something I just said. So in the last clip, I was talking about how Basically, even if you're a Christian, you could still face separation from God because of your sin. What I meant was not about hell or damnation or eternal flames. Um, What I was talking about was basically how, when we're in sin, there's this self-imposed separation that we put on ourselves. Basically, what I mean by that is God is always there. The Bible teaches that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. If you're a Christian, Jesus is always with you. His presence is always with you. But when we sin, it can block our judgment. It can keep us from being able to feel the presence of God because our sin clouds that judgment. So that's just something that's really important to understand. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, you get saved and everything's great, and then all of a sudden, you know, because you're doing something wrong, all of a sudden you're going to be eternally separated from God. God's grace is so big that at the cross, he did everything that needed to be done for your salvation. So thank goodness for that. So there's the show notes. That's the end of the show. Enjoy your life. Go and go and read a book.